Good Friday. We made it. What a day it is. What a day it is, my friends. How we look at Bill Michael Show on the air. I'm excited for today. I don't know why. Just am. I don't know if it's because of the weekend. Is it too early to start drinking, Ben? Just throwing that out there? Can you hold off until 2 o'clock? I don't know. I don't know if I can. It's one of those days, man. I was, uh, yesterday, we got to say thanks to our friends at uh, Cunis Automotive. And uh, our friends at Cunis Automotive stepped up. They, uh, every year we need a truck. And uh, I use it, but we also use it for a lot of the events of Fisher House, Wisconsin. And whether it's toting stuff around or taking you know, uh, the tents and such. But uh, every year we always need somebody to help us out, you know, and a car dealer uh, of some type. Well, last year, uh, Cuna stepped up and said, we got you. We'll take care of this. Here's a truck. And it's just, you know, utility work truck. Nice, you know, Dodge. And then uh, yesterday they uh, they called back and said, hey, come on out. We got one for you. I had to go to Barnevelt. I had to go to the uh, location in Barnevelt. But great people had a great experience. And they said, hey, uh, if we can help you out and we can help veterans, we'll do it. So uh, if you're going to, you know, think about a new vehicle, that's our friends at Cunis. Go to shopcunis.com. That is shopcunis.com. So I went out there yesterday, and I picked up the, the new vehicle. I got home, and uh, I had it cleaned up and everything because we've got an event uh, this weekend. But uh, I started walking around the yard and, you know, pulling down branches and trimming a few things. And, you know, you, you snip a few things, and that leads to more, which leads to more, which leads to more. And you got this pile of brush. And so I, I threw it the back of the truck, and I took it over to the to the dump this morning. I got up early. And then I'm, you know, just out, you know, kind of looking at stuff and sitting out back. And I thought, you know, I know it's going to get cold next week, but I think tonight the TV might have to go out onto the patio. I just – it's that kind of night. And so as I'm sitting there, I'm thinking, boy, if it just – if I had another hour, I'd pull all the equipment outside and do the show outside today. It's not going to be breezy. It's not going to be cold. It's like right now 69 degrees, and it's going to go up to 82 today. And I'm so I'm kind of giddy about that. So it's like perfect. And so I don't know what it is. There's just this springtime energy that is uh, falling upon myself. So I'm, I'm excited about all of this. Uh, by the way, Scott says it's never too early to start drinking. I might have to take Scott's advice on that at some point. So, and uh, tomorrow we got uh, we got an event with Fisher House. We got uh, some little league baseball games tomorrow. Same thing on Sunday, and then Monday I'm gone, uh, gone for. Uh, now I'm going to try. I'm taking the equipment with me, uh, but I'm going to try to do it from down in Indianapolis. I'll try to do a couple of days of the show in Indianapolis if I can. I don't know 100% for sure just yet, but I know Monday I won't. I won't be here. Uh, Tuesday and Wednesday, uh, we'll see. Uh, uh, Thursday, I will not be here. Friday, I will not be here. I'm going to be off until a week from uh, Wednesday, but I'm uh, going to be coming back from Indianapolis and then flying to Florida and taking a few days before we really kind of get cranking on uh, on the NFL draft and then after that uh, getting into camps and such. But anyway, that's uh, that's all that's going on. Uh, Brewers get out early. Rowdy Telez with a two-run bomb uh, to start the game off yesterday after Christian Yelich took the walk and got on in a six-pitch at bat. And uh, then after that, uh, the Brewers, you know, battled back and forth and did enough, and they got the win. And so good stuff there. Brewers back at it again tonight uh, against the San Diego Padres uh, yet again. And in the meantime, no word 
out of Green Bay. Not that we expected anything anytime soon, but uh, we've got a little Favre news. Uh, the Bucks get Chris Middleton back, who's practicing, says he feels good. I saw some interview with him. Also saw a lot of uh, – a lot of uh, Bob, you know, Bobby Portis is like a fan favorite all throughout the state of Wisconsin. They got Bobby Portis night coming up on Sunday. Do you know that, Ben? No, I did not. Bobby Portis. They're giving away Bobby Portis hats. Bobby Portis autograph signature Bucks hats. I don't know who the sponsor is, uh, but uh, they're giving away Bobby Portis hats for the first uh, game in the postseason. So everybody that comes into the Pfizer Forum. On Sunday, whatever opponent that may be, will every on sitting on your seat will be a Bobby Portis hat. I feel like that could be done better. Give him headbands. See, I was thinking of that because Bobby Portis doesn't wear a hat. He wears well, a headband everywhere he goes. Yeah. Not many wear hats, you know. On no? the course, it's not a hat sport. But I would you know, love if funny everybody is- in the stadium, if they pan on TV, and everybody's wearing a headband. I think that'd be hilarious. Ball players, they wear hats. Uh, golfers, most of them, they wear hats. Um, football players, the minute they take the helmet off, most of them wear hats. Basketball players don't wear hats. They very rarely wear, wear ball caps. That's it. Just thought I'd throw that out there. Just an observation. <laughs> Uh, 877-867-1670. If you want to hit us up, that's the phone number to get a hold of us. If you want to find us on Twitter, it's easy, at Bill underscore Michaels. At Bill underscore Michaels. You can also track Ben down at Ben Z. Kenny over on Twitter. Uh, you can find The Bill Michaels Show, The Bill Michaels Show, on Instagram and on Facebook. Simply Bill Michaels Show if you want to go to YouTube and uh, check out the program and uh, subscribe for free doesn't cost you anything we don't send you a bunch of you know text or anything all it does is when we go on the air it pops up and it lets you know we're on the air uh you can also find us on twitch tv uh both of those under bill michaels show you can email the program the bill michaels at gmail.com uh the bill is the website you can download the app and listen on WOZN, the zone out of Madison. You can also listen to us anywhere and everywhere after the fact on Spotify, Apple iTunes, and on Google Podcasts. That's the way to get a hold of us. Uh, by the way, uh, Grayscale says, never too early to start drinking. It depends on the drink of choice. If you're going to do something mild early on in the show, I recommend a light beer. In the 2 o'clock hour afterwards, down a whiskey or a bourbon and call it a day. Grayscale, thank you very much for the email. Appreciate it. It just feels like that kind of day. If I if I was sitting outside, if I would have done the show, and we'll do this at some point, but if I would have done the show outside like at the Tiki Bar today, uh, it would have been a, a beer and cigar kind of day. It, it would be. It's just that I'm just in that mood today. Just feeling it. Uh, in the meantime, I've seen uh, the Badgers. They continue to get ready for uh, their season and the launch. Ben, you going to go to the launch? I think so. The weather yeah. looks a little questionable, which is a rising yeah. storyline. A couple of years ago, apparently, they canceled their open spring practice yep. for uh, due to weather. The weather looks a little iffy. Some rain, 30-mile-an-hour winds. I want to uh, see them out there. I want to see if Phil Longo's offense can work in inclement weather. In inclement weather. Oh, we're, we're God knows here in Wisconsin, you know, come, uh, you know, October, November, it's typhoon season. So we need to pay attention to that to see if they can actually get uh, Mordecai, can get the ball through the air, can throw some cutters and uh, get the ball downfield. We're all interested. Exactly. 100% agree. So I might go. I don't know. Okay. Do be determined. Okay. 
877-867-1670. Uh, if you want to head us, do it. Um, uh, let's see here. Oh, by the way, Judge Smale's burner account says, Ask Ebo, any time is a good time to drink. There you go. Um, God. <laughs> Flats Max says, drinking bad for you, smoke weed instead. Oh, uh, that's illegal. Thought I'd throw that out there first. And uh, no. Um, Rick says that you need to show us the progress of the studio. Oh, no, I don't. <laughs> it is a wreck right now. Hopefully, by the time I'm back, they're done. That that will be the best case scenario. I am excited. Um, by the time I get back, I'm hoping everything's done. Uh, what we're waiting on right now is the AV guy. Um, my, my buddy Chris has uh, ghosted me. So I don't know what happened. He was supposed to come and hang the TVs and do everything we needed to do to uh, change the, the pictures. And he was going to run and fish the wiring through the wall and ghosted me. So I don't know where he went. Uh, if anybody sees my buddy Chris Klug out there, tell him to text me. He was going to text me when he got back, never did. So uh, otherwise I might have to do it myself, and I don't think that's a very good idea. Anytime I start fishing around in a wall to run wiring, yeah, it's pretty much guaranteed the house is going to burn down, even if it's just cable. Uh, it'll burn down some way, shape, or form, and it's going to be my fault. So I, I, I need to, to, to figure this out. But, yeah, every, other than that, everything else is going going along pretty smooth. But uh, gutting that place was quite the task. And now it's just throwing everything into bins, getting it all picked up off the floors. Uh, 877-867-1670. Uh, this is uh, from also from Flatsmack. says, great win for the Brewers last night. Happy 414 day. Now. 414 day, do they do a uh, like a, a 920 day or a, what is it, uh, what is the area code in Madison? 608. 608, they don't do a 608 day, right, out in Madison or do they? I don't think so. Well, there aren't any, I mean, there are sports teams, but they're not extremely yeah. prominent. Yeah, uh, it's, it's not a, it, it's a 414 day in Wisconsin, in Milwaukee specifically, is the day that Milwaukee is recognized because it's area code 414. But what happens is because the Brewers are playing the uh, the 414 day, anybody in the 414 gets discounted tickets, and that's kind of how they do it. And they've been doing it for the five-county area for a long time because the five counties are where the tax came from to build American Family Field. So it's been something and somewhat of a tradition. But uh, I don't know about a, a, a 920 day. Um, 608 day. Uh, I, I, you know, I, I don't know if any other area uh, in the state of Wisconsin actually does that or not, but it's a, always a big day here in the Milwaukee area when they do it. To me, okay. I mean, I've got a 414 phone number, but that's only because I bought my phone in Milwaukee. I've got friends that live in Milwaukee but bought their phones out in Brookfield, which gives them a 262 number, and they're upset about it, like it's going to ruin their life. It's just it's the dumbest thing. It's like, come on, man. In today's day and age, let's be honest, you don't pay for long distance anymore unless you're calling internationally. That's it. I, and even then, sometimes you don't. But nobody, you, you don't pay for long distance anymore. You just pick up the phone and call. It's all included in all those satellite packages now that, you know, it doesn't cost them anything to run additional wires or plug things in or have somebody behind a switchboard sticking a plug in a wall anymore. Come on. So it doesn't matter what your area code is. Who cares? As long as you don't have to change your phone number. And 
if you have an existing phone number, you're not changing it. They're not making you change it. It's just for any new additional numbers, you'll you'll get your you, you'll get your area code changed if indeed you live in a different area code. Otherwise, like Kristen kept her kept her old phone number from Rhode Island. Her still hers is still a four hundred one number, which I find funny every now and then when she gets those weather alerts from Rhode Island. Freaks me out. I'm like, you know, oh, a foot of snow coming. I'm like, what the hell? F- finds out it's the, uh, it's from over there in Rhode Island. Anyway, I digress. Um, 877-867-1670. Uh, Dolzine says, which Wisconsin city is most recognized by other U.S. cities? Is it Milwaukee, Madison, or Green Bay? <sighs> Boy, that's a great question. I don't care. Ben doesn't give a damn. I would have to say Milwaukee for two reasons. Two reasons. One is you have two major sports teams, the Brewers and the Bucks, and Marquette and the DNC and the RNC. So it's, it's kind of not only were they on the map, but now they've been entrenched on the map. Uh, it's where all the conventions pretty much go and, and such. So I think it's – and being the biggest city, probably after that, you probably have to say Packers. I mean, you can go anywhere, and everybody knows Green Bay Packers. I, you know what? It might even be – it actually might even be Green Bay. Uh, that's a great – because considering how big the NFL is, that's a good question. Uh, not that it really means anything, but yeah. And then Madison, uh, Madison, Wisconsin, you know, and here's the thing. It's the Green Bay Packers, the Milwaukee Bucks, and the Milwaukee Brewers, but it's the Wisconsin Badgers. So there's a lot of times people don't even recognize the city of Madison because it's not in the name. It's not a named brand. You know what I mean? So, um, I mean, I remember we were in uh, New York uh, at Super Bowl, going back some years. And there was a group of tourists that were at Madison Square Garden. And um, uh, Mike Clemens and I were walking around. And actually, I think, I can't remember who I was downtown with. Maybe it wasn't Mike. But uh, re- regardless, walking past Madison Square Garden, and I had my Packers with the little G pullover on it. And somebody went, all they knew that was Green Bay Packers. Packers, Green Bay is what they said. So it's recognizable internationally. I don't know if anybody would see the Wisconsin logo and go, oh, Madison Badgers, or they would know it's in Madison, Wisconsin. You and I know it because we're sports enthusiasts. You know, we know a lot of the cities that a lot of the colleges are in. But, yeah, it's uh, you don't recognize it as much when it comes to college because it's not always the city that's on. You're not playing for the city. You're playing for the university, which happens to be located in a city, and it's not named. So, anyway, there you go. Uh, Matthew asks the question, and I think it's legit. Is there anything that Ben gives a damn about? And I would say, and venture into the world of golf. Ben loves golf like a third cousin. Am I supposed to answer ben that question? Golf. There's some answers. Well, I, air I'm travel. giving you. I'm. I, yeah, he cares about air travel, but only to the to more of the negative. I'm, I'm waiting for the I'm waiting for the positive air travel experience. Oh, I could I could tell you some great airports I've been to. Yeah, politics of air travel. Uh, city planning, traffic patterns, mainly around yes. Madison, but also around more larger cities. Okay. Uh, urban development, things of that nature. All right. And I, I mean sports, I guess. Well. Sports, obviously, you know. And Graham Mertz, which uh, I would assume you watched last oh. night. Oh, it was, 
It was Bill, and this is not hyperbole. This is a fact. It was the lowest scoring Florida spring game in history. <laughs> I wa- I gotta admit, I, I this is what I did. I swear to God. And the, and the thing is, is I'm alone. At the house, right? So I go out to, to pick the truck up. I come home, and I, I'm, get, I'm sitting here with my laptop. I'm getting a little bit of work done. And I I literally did this. I went, oh, that's right. And I looked, and okay, okay, there it is. Okay, I found it in a channel guide. Click. Okay, this is boring as hell. Click. Now I can tell Ben I watched it. <laughs> <laughs> that's what I did. I, anyway, and the funny thing is, is I'm sitting here, oh, I'm like right here. If you're watching on a live stream, I'm sitting right here in front of the big screen. And I did that, and I looked around like, I told, I could tell Ben I watched it. I'm looking around like people are looking at me. <laughs> you know, I'm talking to nobody. <laughs> I'm an idiot. Uh, but, yeah, I, that was, uh, I, I was thinking of you last night when I was scrolling through the channels, and I saw that, and I went, oh, that's right. <laughs> so, <laughs> Oh, Mertz looked like a righty Tim Tebow. Maybe later. Yeah. Maybe late career Broncos or Eagles Tim Tebow, not Florida sure. Tim Tebow. And, sure. yeah, Florida fans are really, really, really angry. So that's where we are. Well, that's because Tim Tebow's not there anymore. That has nothing to do with Graham Mertz. Well, they and because their head Tim coach. Tebow doesn't have his 12th year of eligibility. And the head coach filled a Anthony Richardson-sized gap with Graham yeah. Mertz. Right. There you go. Florida. It's a place where you can get oranges. <laughs> That's it. All right, let's do this. Uh, we've been waxing on this for far too long. Our friends over there at Quick Trip, uh, got to say thanks to them as well. Back again this year is the fuel provider powered by, so to speak, for the Big a Cruiser. And uh, stop in. They have milk on sale, milk, bread, eggs, you know, anything you need. They've got it. And uh, quick in, quick out. Always, if you're on the road and you're traveling anywhere in the state of Wisconsin, say you're going west into Minnesota, into Iowa, they always have the clean restrooms too, man. It's one of those things where I literally, I'm going to speak for all of you, when you've said, oh, man, i got to go to the bathroom. And then you see, like, another gas station, and you're like, no, I'll hold it. I I can see on the sign, you know, two more miles is the next exit. I'll wait for the Quick Trip. It's because they're always clean and they're always fantastic. That's our friends from Quick Trip. Don't forget, when you're in there, use your Quick Rewards card. More of the Bill Michael Show coming up next. Covering Wisconsin sports like a blanket, this is the Bill Michael Show on the Wisconsin Sports Zone Radio Network. Good to have you. Hey, if you are just today, uh, Kristen's boss is looking for a new house, and he wants to move from Illinois into Wisconsin. And I said, you know what? We welcome you with open arms. He used to play for the White Sox, too, as a matter of fact. But I, I got a hold of him today, and I said, hey, there's uh, a house became available uh, right down the street from me, and he wants to downsize. He's going from like a 4,800-square-foot home. He wants to go down about a 2,000-square-foot home. And actually down the street from me um, by the school, a, a house came available, and I gave him my buddy Mikey Whitcomb's phone number. I said, call this guy. He'll take a look at the house right now. It, I literally was driving past this morning, and they were pounding the sign into the uh, into the front yard. And I said, call him right now. It was I, I know these people. The house was completely redone, all new hardwood floors. 
Uh, it's about 1,700 square feet, three bedrooms, one bath, two-car garage. I mean, upstairs, downstairs, man cave, really cool bar and kind of rec area and such downstairs. I said it's not going to last long, so get a hold of my buddy Mikey. 414-243-1976. He's the one that found me my home and helped me out with my stuff. He can uh, help you out as well, and I told Jim he could help him out too. So get a hold of my buddy Mikey Whitcomb uh, at XL Realty, uh, Exit Realty, I should say. Mikey, 414-243-1976. 414-243-1976. But I told him, I said, you better jump on it because the house in this price range and that's that's going to last all of about a day. Going to last all of about a day. Not going to happen. Uh, 877-867-8670. Uh, 19, uh, excuse me, 877-867-1670 if you want to give us uh, a shout. Again, 877-867-1670. The Bucks wait for the winner between uh, Chicago and Miami. And uh, I am all for... Uh, I, I know people say I'm a little bit crazy because I want to see the Bulls come here, and they're they're like, oh, boy, I'm a little bit nervous about the Bulls and the rivalry, and it could be an upset. And I said, look, I, it, would I rather face Spolster and company and the second-best defense in the NBA? Now, don't get me wrong. The Bulls, I think, are like – they're in the top ten. The Bulls are sixth or seventh or something like that when it comes to you know, a team defense and scoring against. Uh, but I, I don't want to see Miami come here. I just don't. Miami just has – uh, they're like a gnat. They fly around your face. They're pesky. They annoy the hell out of you. And you either end up smacking towards the gnat to where you get it and you kill it, or you miss it, you punch yourself in the face, and then it flies away and laughs at you. I That's Miami to me. Ben, do you have a preference as to which you would like to see come into uh, Milwaukee uh, coming up on Sunday? Because the winner of that game tonight is the team that the Bucks are going to be playing. Yeah, easily. I'm with you. Easily the Bulls. I mean, the Heat are just a better team, I think, not to mention the pedigree of what they've done uh, in the bubble, but also in general, they are that pesky team. And right. the Bulls, I like, they beat the Raptors the other night on literally the back of Zach Levine. They're not deep enough. It doesn't feel like they have right. a good enough team, not to mention, I don't think they've beaten the Bucks in like 20 years. Yeah, they the Bucks have. And the last time I went to the game when I saw the Bucks play the Bulls, it wasn't even a competition. Now, the Bulls, had a lot of open shots and just missed them. They had a lot of scoring opportunities, didn't take advantage of it. Uh, I'll, I'll give you that. But it, they just – and, the, and the, the other thing that I look forward to if the Bulls come here would be um, the Bulls bring the fans. I mean, it's guaranteed it's going to be fun at the Fiserv. Uh, Bucks fans don't have a far way to travel if they want to go down to the United Center and, and check out a game down there. It's just – it's a good rivalry to me. Uh, so I, I'm all for the Bucks and the Bulls. Um, I'm just throwing it out there. If you got a preference, let me know. Bucks fans, chime in. But if you got a preference as to who you would like to see come into the uh, the Pfizer Forum and take on the Bucks, who would it be? The the Bulls or the Heat? And when it comes to the offensive side of things, and I keep going back to this because I think the Bucks, the the, the Bucks, when they're on, they're one of the best teams in the league, without a doubt. When they're on. Uh, I think they rank about 7th to 10th, somewhere in there when it comes to overall scoring. Uh, Boston, however, they're fourth best in scoring, and they're one of the best uh, outside shooting teams. That's the only thing about the Eastern Conference Finals. When you talk about a matchup that can get you, I think the Bucks are a better team top to bottom. They're a deeper team. They're a more well-rounded team. The, the, the Celtics, their top is top-heavy. They're really good. 
and you've got two, three, four guys that at any given period of time can just outscore you, and they can hit from anywhere, whether it's Marcus Smart and the flopping that he likes to do, Jalen Brown, uh, you know, Tatum, Tatum. I mean, Tatum and Al Horford have this thing of the give and go that is just – it reminds me of the Showtime Lakers from years gone by. Only difference is is that Al Horford is in nowhere, you know, near Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. He's just pesky. But they got Tatum, they got Brown, they got Smart, uh, even Derek White to a certain extent, you know, that type of thing. But they're also – don't forget, they're all banged up. Just about everybody's banged up right now. Al Horford's banged up. Robert Williams is banged up. Malcolm Brogdon is banged up. Now, they'll all play, don't get me wrong, but they're all nicked up in one way, shape, or form. It's kind of a frail team limping into the postseason, so the rest did them some good, I would assume, but that's a team that can shoot from anywhere and everywhere all the time, and they beat the actual crap out of the Bucks the last time these two teams played down at the Pfizer. So that's the only team that if the Bucks get – into the postseason deep and go to an Eastern Conference Finals that they'll end up meeting. That's the only team I think that uh, has a legitimate shot at, at beating the Bucks. Other than that, even the Sixers. Uh, ben, do you think the Sixers have a shot at beating the Bucks? I mean, a more realistic shot than everybody except the Celtics, but I don't think that's a very high probability. Right. Like when you power rank the teams that could beat the Bucks, it's the Celtics one, it's the Sixers two, and then it's a big gap between everybody else. But still, I don't think the Sixers have a great shot. I mean, yeah. first of all, they would be playing the Bucks in the Eastern Conference Finals because the winner of the Celtic Sixers would play the Bucks at that point. Mm-hmm. So I guess if they got there, that means they're doing a lot of things right, which would scare I will scare say you. one thing. The, the 76ers do play really good team defense. They're one of the better defend, defensive teams in the league. So, I mean, uh, on the inside, if they, you know, quote, build the wall, and frustrate Giannis and him and Embiid kind of, you know. Now Giannis will come in with a chip on his shoulder because he's not getting the MVP. Embiid most likely is going to get that. But, um, it, you know, if those two kind of equal each other or, or you know, cross each other off the list, uh, I think the Bucks are just a deeper team. But the Sixers are a good defensive team. Oh, the I, Sixers' bench is just terrible. Yeah. So it would have uh, to the, be heroic. The Bucks are much deeper. Yeah. The Bucks are much deeper. Uh, that's why I don't give the 76ers – um, I mean, it's probably uh, 51-49%. 51 I'll give to the Bucks, 49 I'll give to the, the to the Celtics. Uh, the Sixers, when it comes to the Bucks, I put the Bucks at about 70-30 uh, as far as the ability to, to knock off the Bucks. I just think the Bucks are uh, are a deeper team, and I think that depth is what gives them gives them the edge. Now, all bets are off if suddenly you lose Middleton and they're able to contain Drew Holiday. Um, you know, and then you're relying upon, you know, guys like Brooke Lopez, Bobby Portis. Uh, if Grayson Allen can eventually go, uh, Crowder, obviously. Uh, you start to look at those guys to be able to kind of step up. But, um, yeah, I, because you would have Embiid on, on Giannis, and then you would just do a collective effort to shut down Drew Holiday and make everybody else beat you. And if Middleton goes down with any kind of an injury and isn't able to sustain through the postseason, then, yeah, then then you can start to say, okay, bite your nails a little bit. But at full strength, I think the, the Bucks are by far a better team. They might throw uh, P.J. Tucker ahead. on Giannis, given P.J. Tucker's history at yeah. defending like that. But, I mean, the Sixers haven't won a second-round series in 22 years, so I think it would be a huge surprise if they're even there. Um, a lot would have to go yeah. right. And uh, James Harden, we know what Harden does in these moments. Right. He kind of withers away. Yep. Um. 
This one is, uh, <laughs> uh, so you notice how much ESPN is pushing for MB for the MVP, and do you think ESPN has influence to push their choices onto the voters? Not really. Uh, the, the One of the issues is ESPN has quite a few voters. I think they have three or even four voters when it comes to um, the MVP or when it comes to the MVP and certain NBA awards. Uh, Mike Greenberg just got a vote. Uh, Stephen A. Smith has had a vote. Wojnarski's got a vote. Um, doesn't, uh, what's his face? Um, oh, God. I, who am I Kendrick Perkins has one. Jalen Rose has one. Does he? Okay. Oh, a lot of guys and, have one. And then um, Windhorst. He's got one, too. So there's, there's, what, six, seven guys right there that that has votes that all work over at the uh, the four-letter network? So, yeah, they, they have an influence to a certain extent. I mean, you know, there's everybody. The, 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 they have 10, PacFan says. PacFan says they have 10, 10 total votes. Um, but, you know, every team basically has one as the as the beat writer and then uh and then there's other publications and other writers nationally that have them as well so you probably have i don't know what 60 to 80 votes somewhere in between uh for for total votes that are out there i would assume but to have 10 like that yeah that's that's quite the that's quite the uh, voting power if they all decide to uh, to join forces so to speak so Kurt Heelan uh, has a vote, and he is who? Kurt Heelan joining us at noon today really? from NBC Sports. Kurt, I was going to say, there you go. Kurt Heelan's got a vote. So he's going to be joining us later today. There you go. Hey, our friends at Kane and Kane, K-O-E-H-N, when you're talking about playing for rings, Bucks are playing for championship rings, but if you're playing for one, you're either doing a wedding ring, engagement ring, some kind of an anniversary ring, or something else, and they are there to rock your world. That is Kane, K-O-E-H-N, KaneJewelry.com. They're located in West Bend. It is worth the trip. And all you got to do is go to KaneJewelry.com. Bottom of the page, there's a little icon that says, Buy Like a Guy. It's a podcast. Andy Kane, who is the owner, does a really cool podcast. They do everything from bourbons and whiskeys to jewelry and how to buy and diamonds and cut and clarity and all that kind of stuff. You name it, all this guy stuff. So get a hold of our buddy Andy Kane over there, K-O-E-H-N, KaneJewelry.com, and let Kane and Kane Jewelers in West Bend rock your world. Ready? This is the Bill Michael Show on the Wisconsin Sports Zone Radio Network. Even if you're not in the Lenten season and you're looking for a good place to go, our friends at Boondocks Barbecue Burgers and Brews, i got to stop out there a little bit later on today anyway, but uh, they, uh, they've they got May the 4th Be With You coming up, and they're going to do that 4 to 9. Uh, they're going to have drink specials, discounts for costumes, so if you're going to head over there on Thursday, May 4th, starting at 4 o'clock, they got May the 4th Be With You, so if you're going to go in costume, you get discounts, even further discounts on your drinks. So... There you go. Not a bad way to go. They've also got the Great Escape Specialty Wine Dinner that is coming up, and uh, that is going to happen here uh, relatively soon. You can follow all of this uh, on their Facebook page and uh, just on the website, but simply go to Boondocks. Look for Boondocks BBQ and Brew 
over there on Facebook, and you can follow all their stuff. But a lot of good food out there, a lot of good people, too. So thanks uh, to our friends from County Road K and Oconomowoc out in Stonebank, Wisconsin, Boondocks Barbecue Burgers and Bruce. Some of the new voters uh, on the uh, on the MVP hunt for Giannis and company, um, it looks like Giannis is getting a few votes. But most everybody and eight of those voters uh, are relatively new with Kendrick Perkins and Stephen A. Smith and Michael Wilbon. I forgot about Wilbon, Mike Greenberg, uh, J.J. Redick, uh, Zach Lowe, uh, all those guys over there on ESPN. Uh, they are all voting for the most part for Joel Embiid. The only one that is not is Kendrick Perkins. He gave the nod to uh, Giannis. Uh, Bill Ryder uh, from CBS Sports, uh, he's giving it to Giannis. J.J. Redick from ESPN giving it to Giannis uh, and uh, Kevin O'Connor from The Ringer is giving it to Giannis. Pretty much everybody else is giving it to Joel Embiid. So, yes, there is an influence there, very much so, because six of the eight votes that I just read off are for Joel Embiid. There you have it. 877-867-1670. And you know what? Uh, and and I've, I've said this before, and I know people tend to get into this discussion, but um, pride-wise, you would love to see your guy being honest, when the, you know, it's just like when Yelich won the MVP and Braun won the MVP and Rodgers won the MVP numerous times and Giannis won it. it. That's your pride. Hey, that's your guy. That's your team right in the own backyard. The best player in the league is right there. That's our guy. But uh, as many of you have pointed out, specifically over the last six months in discussion, it is not about MVPs. It is about championships. So we don't give a damn about that. So if anything, Hopefully it throws a, a chip on the shoulder of Giannis and says, hey, I didn't win the MVP, but I won the ring. I won the championship. And uh, all the talk, at least, I don't know what it's like, say, in Madison or Green Bay or La Crosse or Eau Claire or anyone at Wausau, uh, but in Milwaukee, the when you watch the news, the news is now becoming more and more and more focused on the serve. They put up the banners uh, the playoff banners, uh, they, the the window coatings on the Pfizer Forum, getting ready for the national spotlight. Um, and it took them like a day or two to do it, but they put those things up, and there's a time lapse. And there's there's cameras down there filming all this now. I know the morning shows were inside the Pfizer today as the Pfizer, you know, gets ready and gets decorated for uh, the first round of the playoffs. Uh, the old court, which is now new, is back. The green court with the Bucks logo and everything, that's back out. I mean, and, and there's they keep showing the video from – a couple of years ago when the Bucks won the championship, when the, the, the Deer District was packed, packed with 60,000 outside, 20,000 inside, it just mayhem. And then showing the parade. And, and now, so they're, they're kind of gearing up and, and kind of whipping people into a frenzy here in the Milwaukee market, uh, getting ready for uh, postseason basketball. And look, I, rightfully so. Uh, I think the Bucks are an incredibly good story. Uh, it, Bucks basketball... Unless you were a Bucks basketball fan, you go back to the early 2000s, 99, 2000, 2001, 2002, there was a, a buzz. Getting to the Eastern Conference Finals, there was a buzz. You had Marquette with Tom Crean. Bo Ryan had just taken over the Wisconsin program. Tom, um, Bruce Pearl had taken over the UWM program. Basketball was really happening and hot in the state of Wisconsin. And then Bucks started the, the downfall when they brought in Anthony Mason. And it, it, it just it, it took a downward spiral. George Carl gets fired. 
Uh, Tom Crean had the final four run, but then really was never able to duplicate that again. Bruce Pearl took the run to the Sweet 16 from UWM, and he ends up heading off to Tennessee. And Rob Jeter had taken over. It was, you know, kind of a uh, an up-and-down thing for him. Bo Ryan had done such a good job there of stocking the cupboard, and then he goes obviously out to Wisconsin, and he had a lot of success. But really it wasn't a sustained basketball success, uh, success in the state of Wisconsin. Now with the Bucks and Giannis and the championship and the new Pfizer Forum and everything, it has always been up here, and it has started to spread throughout the state. Um because before, when I would travel, I'd never see Bucks jerseys. I'd never get Bucks questions. Uh, outside of the city of Milwaukee, not a lot of people gave two dams for the Bucks. They just didn't. And I thought the Bucks during the Kenosha riots would, and when all the marches were going on, they took a little bit of a hit. Uh, there was a popularity thing that was kind of like, nah, you know, people people step back. And then, you know, time heals all wounds, and, you know, now the Bucks are back at it again, and the Bucks are looking really good. And I think they definitely this year, with, especially with the addition of Jay Crowder, I think they have the championship pedigree again. And I think there's a legitimate champion, uh, championship expectation here. And you can feel it kind of being whipped up. So there's a lot of excitement for Bucks basketball as we, we start to head down the stretch into, into May and June and to get really excited and ready for what possibly could be a championship run. So uh, I'm I'm – I'm giddy. I'm excited for it. 877-867-1670, Wolfman says, got to defend home court. Let's not be content. Stay hungry, Uh, which absolutely. I mean, you're preaching to the choir here. I mean, you got to win at home, and then you got to steal one on the road. You know, the old adage is you don't have a real series until somebody gets a road win. So the more you defend the home court, the, the better off, obviously, you're going to be. And, if, you know, the Bucks are just a better team all the way through for the most part. We talked about that. So uh, 877-867-1670, 877-867-1670. Uh, real quick, this is from Jack. Jack says, I uh, remember those days. George Carl would walk into the arena and everybody would go nuts. Ray Allen was one of the hottest commodities in all of the NBA. You think about some of the sub players like Scotty Williams, and this was a really cool team with a lot of characters. Even Mark Pope was really cool. Mark Pope. But they called him Mark Pope, the Great White Hope, coming out of Kentucky. Remember that? Yeah. Um, what was it like back then to be able to interview George Carl? He always seemed like he had a philosophical answer for everything. He reminded me of Jerry Kramer. George Carl, uh, I'll, I, this is the kind of guy George Carl was. You know what? Let's do this. i got to take a break because I, 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 I don't want to shortchange this. Uh, I'll do my due diligence when we come back. Hang in there, and I'll, I'll answer that question when we come back. This portion of the program brought to you by our friends at Cunis, K-U-N-E-S, Cunis RV. That is Cunis RV. And uh, they, they're great people. Uh, and whatever you got going on, they can help you because they are the fastest-growing RV dealership in the state of Wisconsin. Uh, and whatever brand it happens to be, whether it's Jayco, Alliance, Coachman, Dutchman, Forest River, Gulfstream, we have a Nexus coming. Again, this year, the big unit cruiser is Nexus. We've got a, I think it's a 36-foot uh, freight Freightliner, Cummins engine, big old, big old uh, RV, which I can't wait to hit the state in and looking forward to it. And thanks to our friends at Cunis RV. But if you are in the market for a motorhome, a fifth-wheel camper van, travel trailer, they got you covered. They're, they carry the best, and they are the best. They were just voted the best 
in the state of Wisconsin. No reason to go anywhere else. With their size and all their dealerships and their buying power, and whether it's consignments, trade-ins, or concierge service that they're starting up, you name it, they've got something in the RV lifestyle, camping lifestyle for everybody. Get a hold of our friends at Cunis, K-U-N-E-S, CunisRV.com. Look at the inventory. Again, CunisRV.com, or just drive up and down a highway. My God, they're everywhere. K-U-N-E-S, CunisRV.com. This is the Bill Michael Show on the Wisconsin Sports Zone Radio Network. You got to hit it, make it, rock it, put it in the pocket. Welcome back. Reminder the Bill Michaels Open, one spot available, one foursome. Get it in. One foursome available. And if you are considering playing in this, uh, which is coming up on Saturday, May 6th, at Viroqua Hills Golf Course, a little hidden gem in the middle of the state of Wisconsin, i uh, got to call them. 608, it shouldn't say middle. It's actually the western portion of the state. But uh, give them a call. 608-637-7615. Viroqua Hills Golf Course, Saturday, May 6th. We only have a foursome available. That's it. So get the name and number in now. Get a couple of buddies together, or if it's like a twosome, they can pair you up with another twosome, whatever it happens to be, but get it in. you got to call 608-637-7615. We are about to sell out. I never dreamed we'd sell this thing out. Um, so the question was, what was it like uh, with George Carlin? I, I don't want to go too far back in the Wayback Machine, but George was a different cat. First of all, George, he was, he was old school, man. He hung. And by that I mean he wasn't distant. He 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 didn't not mingle. George liked to be out. He liked to be seen. He liked to like to do things, you know. Uh, and I know that Budenholzer. I mean Budenholzer and the gang they go to Stenny's. Uh, they go down there for wings, as a matter of fact. So um, I know he likes to be out. Uh, I've talked to him a couple of times, you know. But George, you'd go to practice, and George would invite you into his office, you know. And George would go, hey. And, and call you over, and, and he talked to you about either something, because he listened. He talked to you about, like, something you said or this idea or that idea. Uh, you, but he'd give you insight into egos, you know. He talked about when, you know, Ray Allen didn't like to be pushed in practice. He, he didn't like to be – he liked to just run the drills. He just wanted to get his work in and run the drills, and then he'd go off and shoot. That's what he liked to do. So when Michael Red came into the mix, and Michael Red's this young up-and-comer, you know, and he's coming out of college with that, you know, he, he wanted to play defense at the time. I mean, it, you know, again, he didn't play much defense as his career went on. He learned from Ray Allen. But um, Allen used to get pissed, used to get pissed at him for, for pressing him so hard because Red was of that college mentality, you know. Um, Sam Cassell was just fun. Sam was the guy that would always walk over to George and go, it's all right, we got it. It's all right, we're good, you know. Uh, Scotty Williams worked hard. He was a likable guy. Irvin was the, 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 just a quiet work dog in that place. Glenn Robinson was aloof. He was, he had his own life and world outside of basketball. Um, he was the guy you couldn't crack the whip on too hard because he would, he get pissed. He didn't like, he didn't like that criticism. Um, you know, and then you had a lot of the role players and Darvin Ham was just, you know, Darwin was a go-getter. You know, he was the bulldog. You know, Darwin, I need a basketball. I need a, I need a hard foul on that guy. Get this guy out of the game. And he was the guy that would just went in and did the dirty work. I mean, I've always said Darvin Ham would go in and, and give you two of the most hellacious dunks you've ever seen and then commit almost, you know, an assault uh, on a couple of fouls. And then he was done, done, done with the game. But he was an energy guy, you know. Um, but, but 
George would just sit down and talk. And he'd give you, he was so smart, he is so smart, he'd give you so many scenarios of other parallels of sports. He'd talk about great players like Henry Aaron and, and Babe Ruth and Pete Rose. And, you know, he'd talk about, you know, the greatest of the greats. He'd com- give you a comparison every now and then of, you know, a Paul Molitor versus a Robin Young. And he would, he would break it down like he lived here all his life, you know. It, it was just, it was so cool. And he would just sit in the office with you for an hour or two. And just talk. And then later that night, you'd see him somewhere. You'd have a drink with him. And, but he was, and, and, and he always answered his phone. He, did, he texted, but he always answered his phone. That's the one thing I respect about him. And we'll always do that. Even for people, friends I know that have made money and gotten bigger, they don't answer their phone anymore. They have people for that. George always answered his phone. You're a class act if you always answer your phone. If you don't, you're not. Let's do this. We're going to step away. We're going to take a quick break. One hour now. We got three more yet to go. Stay tuned. We got a lot more of the Bill Michael Show. It's all coming up right after this.